Hi guys, welcome back to the fifth episode of PB Pods. Um, I'm Bill and this is... Um, thank you so much if you're tuning in today. And thanks heaps if you've tuned in the in other the other four episodes. Um, five episodes, which is not a big milestone, but you know, the milestone itself. And you know what else is a big milestone, Pat? I do. It's PB Pod's one month anniversary today. No, it was Monday. Oh, Monday. But Get your facts right. Um, yeah, it's a, not the biggest anniversary, but considering four months ago, we didn't even know we had a podcast, and now here we are. With all the all the research for podcasting and, you know, going all the microphones and stuff. And, yeah, thank you if you've tuned in. Thank you if you are um, tuning in now. It's a great help, and we hope you enjoy many more episodes in the future. And I'm so sorry, I just heard some more background noise. My sisters have gone rogue. They're making a gingerbread house for Christmas because it's that time of year and apparently someone's not sharing. So <laughs> sorry if you've heard screams. We're on the third attempt. Um, but that's right. Now, Pat, let's hop straight into it. Yeah, I think I believe we're talking about some cricket and the Cricket World Cup final. Yeah, well, the reality is now, I think we can just accept that it's Ben Stokes' world and we all just are being forced to live in it. Not forced, he's pretty entertaining, but it's... Men's Stokes' world, and we're just being forced to live yeah. in it. Um, he's insane. Like, the way he played on uh, Sunday was remarkable. The fact that we got a game was remarkable, but yeah. with his um, 52 off 49, I'm pretty sure he took one wicket, um, didn't bowl the best he could with that shocking first over, but he, the way he battled's perfect. All they needed was a run of ball. I think that Iftikhar Ahmed over where he went for 15 off his five yeah, balls, that's probably cost that, that cost him the game when Shahina Freeney went down injured whilst trying to, well, not trying, whilst he caught Harry Brook in the deep. He obviously came back on and tried to um, bowl, bowled one ball and just had to call it quits because it was, obviously he was in too much pain. But um, some other things from that game, obviously, so we'll start off with the England bowling innings. Um, Sam Curran, three for 12 off his four overs. Um, with economy rate of three. Um, Adil Rashid, who was probably second best of the bowlers, apart from obviously Sam Curran, who, along with Ben Stokes, probably won them that yeah. um, game. Um, <coughs> Adil Rashid got two for 22 off his four. Um, sorry, there's some more backward noise going off again. That was the middle, That one's the th- um, third born. Chris Jordan, two for 27 off four. Have we spoken about Sam Curran? Did you say Yeah, I, I spoke about Sam Curran, don't worry. Um, mm. And then... Yeah, that's Muhammad Wasim one off one for thirty eight, which off four, which is not ideal, but a wicket's a wicket and you'll take it. But, uh, yeah, Alex Hales. I was a bit surprised to see him go early. It's a beautiful ball by Freddy. Yeah, but I did. He, after, didn't he chop on? Yeah, did I think he chopped on. I don't think it was a. Oh, maybe he did get bowled. I thought yeah, it was. A, I thought he I, chopped on. Um, maybe a tiny edge onto it, but I don't know. Um, Butler, 26 off 17. Phil Salt, 10 off 9. Stokes, obviously the big man, 52 off 49. Harry Brook, 20 off 23. Moen Ali, 19 off 13. And then Liam Livingstone, 1 off 1. Yeah, they, um, I think obviously the real highlight was definitely Ben Stokes. He, um, they need, so England, when he came in, they needed what? 100 off 100? Yeah, Roundabout. Like and um, he really, he all they needed was a runner ball, and he was he got the boundary when they needed. But he also wasn't. He played it like it was sort of an ODI, I suppose. In the in saying that, I mean he didn't rush it. He was composed. He knew his job. He knew what he had to do, and he didn't. Yeah, he didn't rush it, and he was always composed. He never ever looked like going out, um, except for that one. He had a few plane misses, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. 
And now, just quickly talk about how both their teams got there, Pat. Do you want to talk about the um, New Zealand-Pakistan game and I can talk about the other one? Yeah, sure. So, the New Zealand-Pakistan game, obviously Pakistan looked like they bowled, they bowled brilliantly with, with um, Finn Allen going out for four, Devin Conway going for 21, Kane Williamson going for 46, Glenn Phillips going for six, Mitchell going for 53 and Nisham going for 16. Um, good bowling by the Pakistani people. Pakistani people. Pac- <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. They took... Um, Afridi took two and Mohammed Nuaz took one. But the rest is just a run out. And then Pakistan batting. They, oh, they, they look like they're just cruising through. Mohammed Rizam... Rizwan. Rizwan. Rizwan got 57, Bubba Razam got 53, Harris got 30, and then no one else really to score. Trent Bolt took two, and Santner took one. But that was about it. And then Pakistan went on to the final and sadly lost. But Bill, over to you and talk about England's. No, well, I'm not going to. I'm going to skip a um, Not a game, but I'm going to go and I'm actually going to talk about um, Pakistan versus. I'm pretty sure it was. It was in their their last group game. I think it was Bangladesh. I want to say, and um, they. But this is India or Pakistan. This is um this was oh, pa- yeah, Pakistan. That's right. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, um, Pakistan, and they needed Pakistan needed um, so l- earlier in the day they needed some magic from um, sh- um the Netherlands. They needed them to beat South Africa. And um, South Africa came out with the goods and did that for them. And then um, after that, not after that, sorry, but then, so the game after that, Bangladesh, I think it was, sorry if I'm getting this completely wrong, um, played, cause this isn't on my script that I wrote, um, it was Bangladesh, played Pakistan, and um, whoever won um, made it to the finals. So it was a high-stakes game, and... Um, Pakistan bowled incredibly well, um, dismissing Bangladesh for five for 128. Um, 127, yeah. No, it was 128. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Um, Naj- Najmul Hussain Shanto with 58 off, 54 off 48, um, which he was their only real highlight of that innings. But the player that definitely got them into that final and obviously got injured was Shaheen Shah Afridi. Um, who really just qualified them for the world for the World Cup finals, and then who knows if Bang- well, I wonder what would have happened if Bangladesh would have won that game and Shahina Shah Bangladesh, then. <laughs> Bangladesh play um New Zealand that would have been interesting. Anyway, um, which really South Africa it had the semi final had um New Zealand and South Africa all over it, but that's it's a bit more to um their story coming into that World Cup final. But now on to um. Uh, India versus England. England obviously oh, yeah. smashing, yeah. absolutely demolishing India, making them look silly. It was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, I think um, Butler the, and ha- Butler and Hale just got off to a great yeah, start. Yeah, they did. Just took control. Um, Kale Rahul going out cheap at the start of that innings for five or five. Rohit Sharma just below a run of ball with twenty seven or twenty eight. Coley played in innings where other people could. Built around him, but no one else really oh, yeah. um, built around him yeah. with 50 or 40. Pa- pa- Pandy, I did, but that was only at the end. He was pre- By the time Pandy went nuts, um, Kohli was already out. Um, Surakamaya Yadav with 4 or 14. Hardik Pandya, um, hit 
uh, 63 off 33 with a strike rate of 190.91. Um, on his last ball and last ball of the innings, he got out for um, 63. Um, a by Chris Jordan. And um, Rashad Pant did the team thing. He ran knowingly, knowing he'd get out because it was either him or Hardik Pandya. And he knew that he wasn't set. He'd only faced the four balls. And he knew that having Hardik Pandya there, he, they would be able to get themselves to a bit of a higher total and obviously they did but yeah. there were no match for the new for the Englishman who this is what their bowling figures look like. Stokes two for eighteen off um two no not two, sorry. Two bowled two overs for eighteen runs with an economy of nine. Chris Wokes took one wicket for twenty four off three. Sam Curran went for forty two off his four. Yeah and then yeah, that's uh, not good. Yeah, um Rashid four for twenty for his one and Liam Livingston three Three overs to 21, and Chris Jordan... Three for 43, Jesus. Four, so some yeah. very high figures there. Yeah, some high figures there. I don't know how... Mm, oh, no, not only two high figures, really. The others bowled really economically and, well. And then for uh, India, it, um, Kumar, two, two overs, 25 runs. No one took off any wickets, yeah, obviously, no, so there's wickets. nothing really to yeah. highlight there. Well, but Muhammad Shami, three of 39... I'm sorry, 39 of three overs. It's obviously not his best... Then, well, I don't know what you can expect when Josh Butler and yeah, Alex Howells are just going yeah. nuts. Um, I think they're both, if they had five more overs, they both would have made a century. It was remarkable. I was kind of hoping that England, England would bat first and would just make 180 in that final. Obviously, that wasn't to be. And, um, yeah, no one else batted for England. Um, and they were 10-wicket victors in that one. Um, anyway, moving on past the... Um, cricket we're going to move on to some um we've had some not not recommendations but people said we need to get into betting betting and, and horse racing cause oh i love horse racing oh my god fat you're too young i was at my friend's house once and we all picked a horse and the winner got 50 bucks and guess who won not me you. oh my god what did you spend the 50 bucks on please don't tell me you betted with it I don't know what I did with the fifty bucks. <laughs> I think my mum took it off me. But, but I love that. I love horse racing. very entertaining to watch. Mm, okay. Well, by the way, we do not indulge any kind of betting at we all. Will for the World Cup. No, we won't. We- no, <laughs> we do not indulge any kind of betting. And the only reason we're talking about this is because of um, obviously. So I'll tell you the story. Michael Pell has been linked um to oh, linked into is- suspicious umpire betting. Oh, um, so he was take that back, everyone. <laughs> yes, thanks, Pat. This is what happens when you bet at the age of 11. Um, he was one of four men arrested on Monday by Victoria Police and allegedly Pell, who has played, I think he made his debut this year as an AFL umpire, leaked the votes to to, um, to some people around, for example, like he might have gone to his best mate, like, hey, mate, you know, put 600 bucks on Paddy Cripps because he's probably going to win because I've seen all the votes. And... Um, um, and he obviously leaked votes for the games he officiated in. And just the Brownlow made a winner this year and the count, that doesn't get affected. All it means oh. is he's probably just going to go to jail or something. That's good. It doesn't yeah. mean anything else. Do you have any questions about that particular thing, Pat? Um, that? No, I just just keep the votes to yourself. Like, obviously yeah. he's not a very good secret teller. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Just, <laughs> secret just, teller? What do you I mean should, by I that? Should, sorry, I shouldn't say that. Secret keeper, I should say. Yeah. But seriously... Whoever's listening, do not bet. No, you can bet. You, you have. You, you, if you, you want to bet, then have, bet. But don't, bet. don't don't be stupid. Yeah, say say if you're an umpire or player. Or don't don't risk your whole career. Now, just just for your mate's glory. 
Yeah, and like the bet bets probably they're not gonna um well, give some, you anything. Sometimes I might get up, but you know. Well, they won't give you anything back. So it's, is that it's at your own risk. So yes, yeah, you're be wise. Be wise. Bet wise. Um. Yeah, and so it wasn't he. I don't, I'm pretty sure he didn't actually bet on during this alleged incident. He just went to his best mate and told him who was going to win and who was going to come where and who not to bet on and stuff, which obviously means the votes are confidential. The votes are, mm, the votes are like, top secret, like, you know, I can't explain something else like them because there really is nothing because they are precious. Um, and anyway... Which is pretty disappointing that someone in our game, the world's game, oh, not the world's game, our yeah, nation's game, um, would do something like that, especially an official who has so much power high up. And especially, it's a shame that it has to come out now with obviously Gil's time coming to an end yeah, as... Just make it harder Yeah, for make it harder for him with all the Hawthorne stuff going on at the moment, which we won't get into because we aren't from a place where we can talk about that. But, um, yeah, it's pretty disappointing and... Um, I know I'd be upset if my dad was an umpire or something or my brother or my sister or my mum and she just went and told me who was going to win to bet on that person. I'd also be disappointed in myself that I did bet on them cause yeah. it, and took that information. Yeah, and also, it's his first year. He's just, like, rocked up first year, probably only umpired about... A few games. A few games. I think I saw 17 was the number, around about. And now, and now he thinks he's the king of the world. No, I feel like uh, maybe I and think. And then he just thinks he's so powerful that he can go on and do that. I think the problem is that he doesn't think he's the king of the world, and that he doesn't have enough faith in himself, and that the way that he's going to become cool is by telling all his friends who to bet on, no. which is well, I don't know why else he'd do it. Well, peer pressure, maybe. Peer pressure, I suppose. Um. Anyway, so obviously that was. Bit of a darker segment, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> we got a bit dark there. Moving on. Um, from now on, we're going to have a... every. We've been told by Nick Horgan. Shout out to Nick Horgan. I know you, you've said to me that you only listen to the first 30 seconds of the podcast. And um, if you don't listen to this one, I'm going to be dirty because I've given you a shout out. Anyway, he's told us that we need to cl- include more bright things and more fun and games. So we've decided to include like a funny... Every week we'll tell a story... Not week. Every episode we'll tell a story about... Some kind of like I suppose a yarn, some kind of funny story. And for example, this week we've chosen um, um, Jimmy Ormond and um, Mark War. So it was two thousand and one Ashes series. Um, England obviously England were playing Australia, and Jimmy Ormond Jimmy Ormond was on the receiving end of a jibe from Australia's Mark War. Who this is what he had to say. So Mark War comes out thinking himself as a hot shot. Which he kind of is, he's a half decent cricketer. Yeah. And he goes, Mate, what are you doing out here? No way you're good enough to play for England. And Ormond, using his brain, he said, Oh, um, in, in, obviously in reference um, to Mark's brother Steve, who's probably was a probably was a better player, not by much, but anyway, um, he goes, Maybe not, but at least I'm the best in my family. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. That's one of the downsides of being a sportsman with a brother in um, in the industry as well because you can be on the receiving end of that. Like, I hate it when my sister, when my dad says something, this, uh, this is not true. Sometimes she says that my something like, oh, Billy, she's better than you, this. And I'm just like, that is not true, but it's so annoying. 
I feel like that would have really gone under his skin. And I'm gonna sorry, this might take a while, but I'm gonna look it up with the 2001 Ashes series and see if that affected um, Mark Warren anyway. Because uh, this will be I uh, 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 I don't know maybe maybe it did. This will be funny. I feel like it didn't though. Yeah. Uh, I need to find the Australian first We're innings. This is in first test. I'm Steve at, War. I'm looking at and Steve War. Mark War. Mark War made 49 of 143. Mark Waugh, the fifth test. Mark Waugh, 48 not out. Steve Waugh, 12 not out. How are you getting all the... Oh, oh I see what you've done. Um, yeah, you probably went all right, to be honest. <laughs> who's this? Who's this? I don't think this is Australia's scorecard. Here we go. Australia's first innings. Um, Mark Waugh, 49. Steve Waugh, 105. Okay. So, and Adam Gilchrist. I think you're just... I think you're looking at the same thing twice, but, you know, keep going. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um... Obviously. Anyway, I think you're looking at the same thing. But anyway, they're they obviously two very talented cricketers. And Jimmy Ormond, look, he's done better. He's succeeded more in cricket than us. Um, but so far. So far, yeah, you never know. Um, but, you know, he's not exactly... He's play, he played two test matches. <laughs> so, you know, you're not exactly... Played 15 T20s, though. Don't worry. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, oh, some more news about PB Pods. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of regarding another, I suppose, milestone. This isn't related to sport, by the way. We now have a um, PB Pods Gmail. So if you have any, um, we'll leave, I'll leave the link in the episode description. Um, if you have any recommendations or um Anything like feedback or because yeah, it's great for us. It's to know great for us can, to learn. Um, we can improve. Obviously, you guys enjoy it more. yeah, because we we care about you guys and we want you guys to enjoy it. But obviously, please don't come at us Bang. like I know we said this in the first episode and we haven't said it since. But don't kill us. We are literally <laughs> you just turned twelve. Well, happy birthday by the way. Thank for, you for, for eight days you. ago. I know I'm a bit late. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay though. Anyway, the email is um. If you can't be bothered to go look at our episode um, descriptions, it's p dot it's p dot b p dot b pods twenty two at gmail dot com. Um, I'll repeat that again: p dot b pods twenty two at gmail dot com. At all all lowercase, by the way. Anyway, so that's it for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Sorry about the background noise. I just heard it go off a minute ago again. <laughs> it's like an alarm every time something goes wrong. Just Bing! Yeah. Sorry, I didn't see. I, I saw. Okay. I saw the need to flick your ear there, Pat. So, I, and I saw the opportunity. So oh, we got I, through I went the episode. We got through, we got through the episode. episode without any malfunctions. Yeah. Uh, Please share this. Yeah. To anyone? Your anyone, dog, your cat, dog, cat your goldfish, iguanas. I've I've fa- <laughs> I fell in love with iguanas now. Don't ask. Sloths. Sloths. Take them as well. Oh, sloths are too slow. Oh, okay. I don't like sloths. Yoda. 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 Yeah, share it with Yoda. Who I like knows, Yoda. Um, see you guys next week. Yeah, um, thank so, you for tuning thank in. Thank you so much. See ya.